Hello and welcome to the Agiostos. My name is Bill Dextra. Today is January 24th, and we are commemorating St. Xenia of Rome. So for today, I've landed on the pronunciation Xenia. And I did so in the face of other pronunciations like Xenia or Xenia. But I grew up in the 90s and I was watching Xena, Warrior Princess. And so that's how I learned to pronounce X-E-N in my own native tongue. I, uh, I always find it kind of strange when people try to pronounce, like, for example, Spanish words when the person speaking could probably be from, like, Cornwall or something like that, and they try to roll their R's. I always find that kind of... Um, I, I find it uh, offensive, but um, that's just my own personal opinion. So today, we're talking about St. Xenia of Rome. Xenia was born sometime in the early 5th century in Rome. Her given name was Eusebia and was the daughter of a Roman senator. Now, nothing is known of her early life, but eventually, her parents arranged a marriage for her. Now, we're not given the details as to why specifically Xenia avoided this marriage. However, one source, the Prologue of Ored, states that she was, quote, drawn by a love for Christ. She refused to enter into marriage as her parents wished. Based upon the next moves she makes, it's safe to assume that that conversation with her folks didn't go too well. She and her two female servants fled Rome. She came eventually to the island of Kos in the Aegean. It is here where Eusebia adopted the Greek name Xenia, which meant foreigner, stranger, or alien. Xenia settled in Melessa and founded a convent there with her servants. It is said from one source, The saint helped everyone. For the destitute, she was a benefactress. For the grief-stricken, a comforter. For sinners, a guide to repentance. She possessed a deep humility, accounting herself the worst of all possible sinners. And that same source claimed that her ascetical life was guided by the teaching of St. Euthemius, who we just commemorated last Monday. It is stated that because of her holiness, she was made a deaconess for the church. Now, I won't use too much time explaining this, um, only that in the early church there was certainly a function called a deaconess. However, it wasn't an entirely lateral position to that of a deacon. Deaconesses were not granted holy orders. At the time, the church practiced uh, nude adult baptism. It wasn't considered proper, though, that a man, a priest, would touch a naked woman which was necessary for the baptizing and administrating of holy oil. In the case of baptism, the priest would be saying the prayers, and the deaconess would be the hands of the priest. And that's about it. There are people today who wish to revive the role of deaconess. However, it's kind of strange that they don't also wish to revive adult nude baptisms, which is the kind of the uh, the context in which the role deaconess emerged. If you want to know more, I'm going to be linking a document from the Vatican website to the show notes explaining the role of deaconess and what the church has explained in regard to it and its current kind of teachings on it. So here's what the prologue states about the end of her life. 
At the time of her death, 450 AD, a wonderful sign appeared over the Virgin's convent. A wreath of stars with a cross in the center, brighter than the sun. Many who were sick received healing from her relics. Her female servants, tonsured nuns, continued in their example of their abbess, and when they died, and according to their wishes, were buried at the feet of Blessed Xenia. So, as I said, I did have some thoughts. I was reading about St. Xenia, and it made me think of something. I'm going to share with you a quote from an Orthodox theologian, Dimitero Stanilo. He has a short little track on holiness that I really appreciate. In this section, he's talking about the characteristics of the saint and what it really means to be one. It is the image of the living and personal absolute being who became man that is reestablished in the person of the saint. By being so truly human, he has reached a dizzy height of perfection in God while remaining completely at home with men. The saint is one who engaged in ceaseless free dialogue with God and with men. His transparency reveals the dawn of the divine eternal light in which human nature is to reach its fulfillment. He is the complete reflection of the humanity of Christ. So I want to hone in on the bit about dialogue with God and with men. Now, we have all met foreigners from some place else. And almost immediately, either by how they look, how they talk, or how they act, we're given the impression immediately that they're not from here. They don't talk like us. They don't look like us. They're not acting like us. They're from someplace else. And it was likely that for Xenia. There was this practical experience that maybe made her change her name from Eusebia to Xenia. The name change reflected the literal situation of her life. However, she was also destined for someplace else, a place where she would regard as her true home. Now, we can infer from Stanley's words that Xenia's human nature would not reach its perfection in the human realm. It's something that makes us completely different from all other created things. Our nature is only truly realized when we, com- when we are completely united with God. And so in the example of St. Xenia, maybe that's where we can glean from today. This idea that we are strangers, that we're not from here, that we are from someplace else and we are destined for another realm, another place, another kind of culture, another kind of life, that of heaven and with God. On that note, let's pray today's tropar. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Living the life of a stranger in the world, you estranged yourself from every sin. You abandoned comforts and fleeting honors, and betrothed yourself to your immortal bridegroom. Glorious Zena, entreat Christ our God to grant us his great mercy. So, what do you need to estrange yourself from today? Let that be our prayer that we kind of hand off to Zane Xenia to help us realize what do we got to change? Where do we need to leave from? Oh, P.S. 
If you go to BusyMama.com today, she's going to have a recipe up on her website for Xenia stars. They're like little cookies made like to look like stars because of her story. Just in case you're wondering, you know, how can I have a way to celebrate the day in a special way? Actually, hold on a second. Hey, Sarah. Yeah. Can I have Xenia stars today? <laughs> Maybe. Okay, there you go. I'm going to get some Xenia stars. Thanks very much for listening. This has been your Daily Dose of Agios. St. Xenia of Rome. Pray for us.